The fog continues to roll in. The dark of night deepens until all is black. Ahead, a rocky shoal beckons where certain tragedy awaits. Your ship plows forward, pushed by the storm. Just as your hope begins to subside, you see it. The light from the lighthouse that guides you to safety. Faithfully kept by the lightkeeper. Hi, I'm Rob Jackson. Welcome to Lessons from the Lightkeeper, a special series on the Ed Leader podcast. I've been absolutely delighted by the feedback for this special series. It seems to have resonated with many of our Ed Leaders in the Ed Leader podcast community. I certainly appreciate all of your comments and your thoughts around the lessons from the Lightkeeper. If you haven't participated in the conversation yet, I would certainly encourage you to do so as we each have the opportunity to learn from and be encouraged by each other. One way you could certainly do that is on Twitter. The Ed Leader Podcast Twitter handle is at Ed Leader Pod. If you quote tweet or retweet or reply to one of the episode announcements and share your thoughts about that particular lesson, All of us benefit and are able to grow from your thoughts or be encouraged by them, and we certainly appreciate all of those. In the Lessons from the Lightkeeper, we've been working through the book, Talent is Never Enough by John Maxwell. I certainly appreciate his leadership in my life as he shared the things he's learned throughout his life, particularly about leadership in general. So much absolutely applies in a real and authentic way to our work in educational leadership. As we've worked through the Lessons from the Lightkeeper series, we started with the lesson, Belief Lights the Light. It's the belief that we have in children, the belief that we have in each other, the belief we have in schools and in education that lights the light and sends out that light into a world filled with all kinds of chaos and stress and negativity, a light of hope, a light of strength, a light of safety, a light of care. That light is lit by the belief of the educators in the building. Belief lights the light. The light, though, is energized by our passion. The second lesson was passion energizes the light. Where does the light's energy come from? From our passion. When we're working in the area of our passion and sharing how much we love this work, how we are just fired up and energized by the opportunity and the ability to make a difference for others, it really fires up that light and keeps it shining. The last lesson we shared prior to this episode was around initiative, that initiative activates the light. Initiative is the light switch that flips it on. Because while I may believe in children, and while I may be passionate about their success, if I don't do anything with that, then I've made no difference at all. That initiative activates the light. And so the Light has been lit by our belief, it's been energized by our passion, and it's been activated by our initiative. But if we turn on a light, it certainly shines. But there's a difference, it seems, when we think about the light from a lighthouse. That light doesn't seem to just be shining. It seems to be shining out in a very real and purposeful way. What is the difference in the light that's coming from a lighthouse and any other light. The truth is, the difference is focus. Today's lessons from the Lightkeeper is focus directs the light. 
You see, a lighthouse light is a concentrated beam focused by special lenses. Because of its highly increased intensity, this beam of light can travel a very long distance. The design of the lighthouse light as we know it today originated all the way back at the beginning of the 18th century. The French inventor Augustine Fresnel correctly deduced that light was pure energy that traveled in waves, and then he spent his life developing lenses and reflectors that could capture and concentrate the light. The first lighthouse optics that he designed combined highly polished prisms with an array of lenses that captured light and concentrated it back into a main beam. The design was concentric in arrangement, funneling the light into a beam that was many times brighter than its source. This light could be seen for more than 20 miles. Imagine that, a light that could be seen for more than 20 miles. His design, Fresnel's design of concentric glass rings, to concentrate light is still being used today in automobile headlights and traffic signals and projectors. You see, he recognized light as energy, and he kept funneling it back on itself. He kept focusing all of that energy into one place, and because of that, the lighthouse light, focused by this lens he developed, shone out 20 miles. As we step back and apply that to our lives and to our work, why do we do this work? I want to make a difference. Well, that's great. But if all I'm talking about is I want to make a difference, my work will be so frenzied and hectic that I may not make a difference at all. You see, focus directs the work. Focus directs the light. Focus allows the work to build upon itself and send that beam of light of hope and strength and care 20 miles or more. Focus directs the light. Recently, I saw a motivational poster, and it said this, Approach every challenge with a level head, unwavering focus, and a determination to light the way for others to succeed. That unwavering focus is what we absolutely need. You know, we may make lots of to-do lists, and we laugh as ed leaders. At the end of the day, when we look back at that to-do list and recognize that we've checked off very little from the to-do list, but we couldn't have worked any harder. In the middle of a task, someone comes to the door. In the middle of a task, the phone rings, or an email comes into our inbox, and suddenly our day looks very differently. If we're not careful, if we lack focus, though, we don't have the opportunity to make a real and lasting difference. One example is being in classrooms. Every ed leader I know says, I love to be in classrooms. I need to be in classrooms. Classrooms is where I should be. And every ed leader I know struggles with making that happen because we do get so caught up by so many things that reach out to grab our attention. One strategy is scheduling the time on our calendar to be in classrooms. For principals and assistant principals and those working in the building, putting on the schedule, on the calendar, during this time, I'm going to be in classrooms. Working with my teammates, with the other assistant principals or with the principal to say, hey, on Tuesday during second period, I'm going to be in classrooms. Or at 9.30 tomorrow morning, I'm going to be in classrooms and allowing each other to cover 
the events that are happening in the building or the things that may pop up gives us the opportunity to be where we want to be, which is in the classrooms. For superintendents and central services, the same is true. Putting on our calendar, I'm going to be in the schools at this time on this date, allows others to recognize, oh, he's in the schools. I need to reschedule that for another time. That prioritization through events scheduled purposely on our calendar allows us to focus and be where we need to be. John Maxwell says focus does not come naturally to most people. He says, wherever you are, be all there. Be purposeful in the moment. Be present, Stephen Covey would say. Wherever you are, be there. Focus increases our energy. As we think about Fresnel's light lens in the lighthouse, where the concentric rings continue to focus the light energy back into a single beam, that focus increases the energy of the light and it travels 20 miles or more. When we focus our work on a task, we wind up having more energy for the task. That focus builds up our ability to make a difference. Attempting everything, like attempting nothing, will absolutely drain us. If you try to do everything for everyone, at the end of the day, you'll be incredibly tired and you may not have accomplished anything because we really can't do everything for everyone in any kind of meaningful way. But it's also like if I'm trying to do everything, I might as well be doing nothing because I'm really not getting something accomplished. That focus is crucial. You see, focus lifts us and expands our work, but it must be intentionally sustained. I have to continue to recycle back to focus, Rob. Focus, Rob. This is what I want to work on. Focus. Another strategy I use in my work area is post-it notes. I will place a post-it note on the edge of my computer monitor that reminds me of what I want to focus on. It helps keep the distractions at bay. Some folks will put post-it notes on their bathroom mirror so as they start the day, they are focused in on their day and ready to go and be attuned to the task at hand. Your ability to focus can be grown. John Maxwell says the way we do that is by being intentional, making every action count. He encourages us to challenge our excuses. When there's something we think that keeps us from not accomplishing a task, he really encourages us to challenge that, to really dig into that, to see if it really is something that holds us back or if it's just an excuse. He says we've got to be careful to not let yesterday hijack our attention. Will Rogers said, don't let yesterday take up too much of today. If we spend a whole lot of time talking about the good old days or telling war stories about the things we encountered in the past, we're not focused on what we need to do in this moment. We need to be focused on the present. That's going back to that notion of wherever you are, be there. Be focused in the moment. If we're always thinking about tomorrow or something that's down the road, then we don't get anything done today. Our focus needs to remain right where we are and right where we have some control, and that's today. Not yesterday, not tomorrow, but today in this moment. Focusing on our results is incredibly important. 
And by results, I don't necessarily mean test scores or some sort of accountability measure, though that may be a big part of it. The results are where we want to be. If the results I'm working towards are students operating positively in community, then I'm looking for that when I'm visiting classrooms. And when I don't see that, then I'm continuing to coach my teammates and work with our students on those things that are important to us because we're focused on the results, seeing the outcome. We do need to develop and follow our priorities, whether it's the post-it note on the computer monitor or on the bathroom mirror, a list you keep in your personal journal, writing down our priorities and keeping that in front of us helps us focus. One of the areas that John Maxwell spent a lot of time thinking about and writing about is this thought of working on our strengths and not our weaknesses. You know, it seems that we are taught to look at where we're weak and work to improve that. John Maxwell says, though, for leaders, we have strengths. And when we operate in our area of strength and build upon our strengths, we can accomplish much more than if we're spending all of our time and our focus in weak areas. Now, that's not to say we just continue to be weak in an area that's known to us, but to really think about, if I'm great at relationship building, I want to really work on relationships. I want to use that to the advantage of the work, building upon my strengths. And then he says, in terms of really focusing, to hold off on the rewards until the job is done. To not take that big pause right in the middle, but to say, once we get there, we're going to celebrate. And then to really celebrate in a real and authentic way. My friends, belief lights the light. Passion energizes the light. Initiative activates the light. Focus directs the light. I want to thank you for all that you're doing in this moment our students, our families, the ed leaders around us, they need us. My friends, thank you for continuing to shine the light. Good day. Thank you for listening to the Ed Leader Podcast. Please subscribe to the podcast and consider leaving a review with five stars on Apple Podcasts so that we may continue to grow the Ed Leader community. We hope that you have enjoyed your time with Dr. Jackson. Until next time.